0: we are back that entrepreneur show and i'm back in the studio with my good friend carlos garcia if you missed our first collab together we brought shane smith on the show gave a lights out episode on his new business how he's been helping people start these companies as they grow older they age there might be some itty bitty committees in their head shane has a proven effective strategy for you to get over those fears launch that company for today, we're bringing on Brooke, Carlos, Brooke, thank you for joining me today. Thank
1: you. Thank you Always you for an honor to be here.
0: <laughs> Alright. Brooke networked with us through Carlos. Carlos, how did you two meet?
1: Yeah, so I actually met Brooke. Um, we were both recording segments on the uh, local News Channel late show, right? The Bloom yep, Show. Yep. And you were going on there to talk a little bit about what you do mm-hmm. um, and providing some value. So that's how we met, Brooke.
2: Yep, yep. We were in the uh, waiting room yeah. and somebody was asking what everybody does. And then me and you just kind of connected. And I was like, ooh, I kind of want to talk to him. Because yeah. I felt like, I don't know, you kind of get people. When you, when you see so, people, you just feel a
1: connection so. yeah yeah there was a there was an e- energy connection yeah there, for, yeah. Sure,
2: yeah. for yeah.
0: sure you never know who you're going to meet at any time and now this has blossomed into a great friendship and I'm honored yeah. to meet you dig deep into your story yeah and for today let's start by focusing on why you started your journey mm-hmm. you became an entrepreneur you had a life event happen mm-hmm. you overcame you thrived now mm-hmm. you're here doing great work mm-hmm. let's learn why I started
2: so um Being an entrepreneur. So I wanted to kind of own my own business for a long time, Um, but initially I was a ICU dietitian. So I was working at the hospital in the ICU. This is during COVID. Um, Everyone was dying. We weren't allowed in the patient's rooms anymore. No family was allowed to visit. So I was literally just in my office all day writing notes for eight hours a day about how a patient is dying. It went on for months and months and eventually I was like, you know what, I this is not fulfilling in any way. So I said, you know what, let me start taking one client, let me just see what happens. And I did, I took my first client, actually from the ICU doctor, he had said, hey, can you help my daughter? I'm like, I guess. And then I was like, you know what, this is really easy, How how is not every dietitian doing this? So one client turned into two and three and it snowballed. And then before I knew it, I had a wait list. So that was, that was, yeah, it was, it was awesome.
0: Are you online only and person only? Where can we find your services online?
2: everything is a hundred percent virtual um if you were to go to my de- my website com, that's where most of um the information is but also my social media which is brooksobrd and you'll find um all the applications to start and or you could even just message me because i talk to everybody so love that
1: mm-hmm. love that so Brooke, tell me um you know as an entrepreneur right like in order for our business and for us to be successful we have to be firing on all cylinders right mm-hmm. and that means like our mindset has to be in the right place physically we need to be putting the right foods in our bodies sleeping yes. well so in addition to being a registered dietitian um, you know how do you take some of what you've learned or some of what you sort of um, help clients with to help your own performance as mm-hmm. an entrepreneur
2: um, it's it's an everyday battle. I feel like um, because you know I have two kids and a husband and two dogs and just keeping up with life in general is really hard when you own a business. But I know that um, when you when you eat good, you feel good. When you look good, you feel good. Yes. And It's just, um, I want to present myself in the best way, and to do that, you have to take care of yourself. And I try to tell my my clients all the the time that, you know, if you, sometimes people don't know how good it feels to feel good, and I want to help you get there. Yeah. Um, Because some people think that they're just going to be tired the rest of their life, and (laughs) (laughs) feel, hate their body, and that's not the case. Like it doesn't just stop when you turn 45 and you go through menopause. I have a lot of women who are like, well, that's it. I guess my life's over now. And it's like, no, we can get so much better than this and, and you can thrive. It's going to be okay. Like I can help you through it. Like, so, um, I take what I, I give off to them and I do it myself. Cause I'm like, they're counting on me, and I'm counting on them. So I'm going to do it and show them that I can do it too. With two kids, a job, a husband, just had a you know just had a baby, just health issues, whatever. I can do it too. You can do it. Let's go. Like we'll do it together.
0: I like how you put that there. and We've spoken about this. You're coaching other people, but you're practicing it as well in therapy.
2: Right.
0: Being on the other side of the table, mm-hmm. being able to give those firsthand experiences. You think that plays a major role in. Helping these clients?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because I I also feel like um, when I connect with them, especially moms, like when my clients are moms, moms just get it because we're all overstimulated, tired, stressed, Um, feel like we're going to have a heart attack at all times. But when you're connecting with a mom, I feel like, you know, they want me as a dietitian versus my other dietitians who aren't moms because I just get them. Yeah. yeah. And um, I feel that connection
1: with them. Totally. Brooke, would you mind sharing, like, where people can find your content? Because um, we met and you um, had just had your second baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started following you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, like, a week later you're posting these videos. Um, not only, like, you exercising. I was like, wow. I was really impressed by it. Um, But the other reason I'm super – I I just think you bring so much value, and and I I am really impressed with your content. It's really authentic. Like, you're really speaking from the heart. Like, you really connect with people. Mm -hmm. Um, So, one, please share where people can find you um, Mm -hmm. on social media. Um, But also, if you don't mind sharing with us a little bit about – like what that's like for you, right, to sort of step into your own vulnerability and share some of your own sort of struggles Mm -hmm. um, in order to connect with um, your your viewers and your clients. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, So my social media, my Instagram is brooksobhrd, B-R-O-O-K-E-S-O-B-H-R-D. Awesome. Um, And that's where all of my videos are, and you can find links to all sorts of things I offer. Um, But the reason why I tell people, you know, it's hard, I get it. It's hard for me too. I'm tired. I woke up anyway like I have five minutes to do a workout. I'm gonna do it for five minutes. five wow. minutes is better than zero wow. yes. like
0: Love that. we
2: have mm-hmm. to do something it's not yeah. going to be perfect. you don't have to have shoes on. you don't have to go to a gym just get a weight 15 pound weights and mm. do it for five minutes and then go on move on move on with your day Love like. It. And I I put that out there because people think that it has to be perfect and they have to um, have the best shoes, have the best clothes, um, have the best headphones, go to the gym, whatever. And spend all this time in the gym and then drive all the way home. And that's like three hours. And that's not – that doesn't have to be that way. Just get some dumbbells, put them in the middle of your floor, do it for five minutes, and then go – work
1: like <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, get, giving sort of people permission to right get out of this mindset of, of it has perfect. to look some certain way, mm-hmm. some certain perfect way. And
0: getting out of your own way too, just removing that ability to make the excuse, oh, I have to go to the gym. No, yeah. get in the mindset of something's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big advocate okay. for that as well. Yeah. yeah. You're crushing it so far. This Thank is a really, really special episode. <laughs> you. Now you can see her authenticity. She's really passionate about what she does. And I think that's a big part of entrepreneurship, at least for me. My passion behind this has helped me push through the, tar- the hard times, excuse me, all the times like, should I give up, I No, I'm going to keep going because you're passionate about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What's next for you? I know you have a lot on your plate. Is there anything you want to highlight or is there something next you're working on?
2: Um, right now, I'm working with a bariatric surgeon in the area, so we are... Um, working with the clients that he has or the patients that he has. So anybody who goes through bariatric surgery or gets weight loss medications has to consult with a dietitian. Um, so that's kind of new because a lot of these people who are on these weight loss medications just don't eat. So then they lose all the weight. But they're paying thousands of dollars a month for this medication. And then what are you going to do when you stop paying for it? You're probably going to gain the weight back. So the good thing about this program is that we're helping them to prevent that from happening and teaching them how to eat rather than just giving them a pill to not eat. You know what I mean? So that's kind of like the newest um, stuff that we're doing at the moment.
0: Giving people the ability to take action on their own. Yes. I think that's very important. Yeah. It's, uh, there's a saying you could read a thousand books, but if you don't do anything from the book, then right. what's the point of the information? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I like also, to <clears throat> sort of what you do there, which is um, something as a therapist I help my clients do. Um, Which is also something very sort of necessary in the entrepreneurial world, right? Mm -hmm. It's sort of marrying like insight and understanding of where the patterns come from, Mm -hmm. like what's getting in the way, but also marrying that with action, right? Putting Mm -hmm. new behaviors into into place. It Mm -hmm. sounds like you you sort of have a good balance of doing Mm -hmm. that with your clients.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I'm always looking for something new. I think like also as an entrepreneur... Something I always say, and not that I learn this from anything, but I just say yes to everything. Oh, if somebody asks this. me to do something, I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. Um, even for this podcast, I'm like, right. okay, let's do it. <laughs> Some, a doctor's like, hey, I'd like to meet. I'm like, okay, let's go. Yes, yeah. um, anything, anything at all, I'm like, yes, because you never know what you're going to learn from that experience. Even the bloom. I had just given birth, and I was like, you know what? let's do it my husband drove me there because I wasn't yet cleared to drive and I'm like all right let's you know I'm not in the greatest of shape my arms look jiggly but whatever I'm gonna do it you know so I say yes to everything
1: Brooke, I'm curious here, and here's the therapist in me, right? Like, just this, this is what I do. But like, where does that come from for you to sort of step into that place in your life where you just start saying yes to things, right? To because you know there's there's fear that comes sometimes with stepping into new yeah. things.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to think about the fear, and I just do it. Mm. So even if I'm scared, I do it anyway. I
1: love that.
2: And I think that you know that was a quote like growing up, I loved it. Was oh, you're scared? Do it anyway. Beautiful. So yeah even though i'm scared it doesn't stop me i'm just gonna do it cuz you don't know what comes from that and yeah. ugh, so much of me is like life is so short just just do it like amazing you know I love yeah that. i don't know where it comes from yeah. to be honest with yeah. you i just maybe the momentum that i get yeah. every time it happens and i do say yes to something and then it just gets better and better so maybe that i don't yeah know.
1: there's an absolute sort of reinforced pattern right i yeah. think that Um, For most of us, when we meet that fear that's showing up, whether it's a mental one or a real, you know, or a real one, um, and we realize that we can overcome, that's how we start to sort of see that a lot of the narratives that we carry around about what we're capable of are outdated or Mm -hmm. don't serve us Mm -hmm. and so it's a great way to build confidence it's Mm -hmm. a great way to become more courageous and brave so Mm -hmm. yeah thank you that's that's beautiful
2: and you know what I think also for like entrepreneurs um I feel like we have to. We a lot of us feel like everything has to be perfect. Whatever you post has to be perfect. Yeah. On the way yeah. here, I posted topic. the fact that I am coming here. Right? Love it. I didn't. I had a typo in my story, and I was like, <laughs> "Screw it, whatever." It's staying. It's staying. So because, whatever, yeah. it's nobody's going to even notice that. Right. I noticed it, right. but nobody that's, else is. That's it.
0: That's the point. A lot of times yeah. when I make these mistakes will anyone else even notice it? Mm-hmm. Or is it just me, the itty bitty committee in my head saying yeah. do this, this, this? Yeah. And also you lose to the point where just put something out there it doesn't have to be perfect. As a solopreneur for most of my journey, I had to, I've had to do every single thing that comes with the company. Social media, sometimes I'm not the best, but I still post it, like mm-hmm. you're saying. Just put something out there. Everyone, don't get in your own way. I think that's a great lesson to yeah. teach everyone. Mm-hmm. The floor is yours to end the show here, Brooke. What would you like to end us off on?
2: Um, well, I, just like I said before, I mean, you're scared, do it anyway. Um, in order to be an entrepreneur, you know, when I first started, what helped me was, um, a course that actually, um, they have for dietitians of how to start your own business. I didn't know anything. And it was like $5,000 way out of my budget, but I was like, screw it. I got to do something. So I'm sure there's a course out there for all different kinds of entrepreneurs um, so find that course, just start, nothing has to be perfect. Um, and I still make mistakes and everybody does. And it doesn't have to be like yeah. the best thing ever for it to go public. Just you'll learn as you go. I love that. And then, you know. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, if you're
1: I could just, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I, I I um just because, you know, I, I know this story about you, Brooke, and um it's a very powerful one and I think one of the thing that makes this show Um, really stand out from the rest is is we get to the real, right? We get Mm -hmm. to the deep stuff. And, you know, in my experience of working with and interviewing entrepreneurs, I always find that sometimes um, or oftentimes there's something that has transpired in their personal life that allows them to have the grit to move through the fear and to move through, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that they face in the entrepreneurial journey. I'm wondering if you don't mind, if you wouldn't mind sort of sharing that story, cause you, you told mm-hmm. it to me before and I was yeah. so moved by it.
2: Yeah. So, um, when I gave birth, I thought it was going to be, um, just a normal birth. Um, because my first child, it was a normal vaginal birth. Everything was perfect. Everything went well. Um, And so I was like, okay, just going to the hospital, going to have the baby, going to go home in two days, like no big deal. Um, So that turned into a complete disaster. I ended up um, having to have an emergency C-section during the birth. At that time, um, who knows what happened, but I wouldn't stop bleeding. Um, And so I ended up having a postpartum hemorrhage. I lost most of the blood in my body um i was white they were transfusing me with blood um i had to have like three separate surgeries to figure out what is going on i Mm -hmm. wouldn't it just wouldn't stop bleeding um and i didn't i wasn't even like coherent in the moment actually my husband was the one advocating for me like you need to do this she needs this you know all all of the things because i wasn't even like I didn't I don't even remember it to be yeah, honest yeah, most mean, of it, it. Yeah,
1: sure.
2: I don't think I held the baby um afterwards. I I don't even I don't even remember it to be honest. I can't even like wow. I, I don't know. But um after all of that, you know, that that was really really hard. Um everybody's telling me, you know, you're going to need therapy. You're probably not going to go back to work for a while. And everybody, Mm. meaning the doctors, the nurses, they're all hugging me. And that makes me think, wow, I almost died. Like, that was almost it. And I remember even looking at the monitor, and I saw my blood pressure was like 80 over 60 at one point. And I remember thinking, hmm, that's not good, you know? um, This is going to be bad. And then... um, Thank God um, they did a sep- another surgery that stopped the bleeding, um, and I was able to recover and go home after a week in the hospital, but um, that was, you know, that's probably the hardest thing that's ever happened to me because you think everything's going to be perfect. You never even know what could happen, you yeah. know? Next thing you know, I'm I'm on all these blood transfusions. I'm swollen everywhere. I look like I'm going to die, like I looked like it. Um, But, yeah, so that was, yeah, that was really, really hard. We're lucky enough to have you here today to share that story. Thank you.
1: Thank you, um, Brooke. I I really appreciate you stepping into your vulnerability, your Mm -hmm. feelings, um, because this is a hard journey, right? Mm -hmm. Whether, like, life in general, Mm -hmm. right? Not Mm -hmm. just being an entrepreneur, but the things that happen to us. But I truly believe, I've, I've talked to so many people now. Um, that it's those challenging things in our life that give us the courage and the bravery mm-hmm. to move mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. and then help inspire others. Mm-hmm. So I know that that story probably mm-hmm. just touched a lot of people mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. So thank you for your courage. Thank yeah. you for your bravery. Thank you for everything you're doing for our Tampa community. Yeah, yeah. Um, and thank you for being a guest yes. on our show today. I love it. I yeah. mean, I love
2: talking about all of this stuff and Beautiful. I love helping the community i love being here for the women around i feel like most of my clients are women i do have some men but mostly women but i think the biggest thing is the connection i have with them and they become my friends and we talk about more things than just food it ends up they're crying and i'm crying it's just this whole thing but i love it and it's way better than working in the icu so i'm glad that i'm here today wonderful awesome
0: well we're glad you're here too and before we sign off let's show some love to our guest host today carlos where can we find you online where can we find out all the great things you're up to
1: yeah so you can find me on instagram dr carlos a garcia uh, where i'm posting most of my stuff what's going on uh, anything around therapy wellness mindset Um, if you're interested in any of that content that's where you can find me All right, be sure to go check out both of their
0: content right now. The show's at That entrepreneur Show. I am at Vincent A. Lancey. Head to the Vincent A. Lancey YouTube channel. With that, we are signing off here at the Crest Community. Thank you so much, everyone.
2: Thank you. Thank you.